What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Official Visit, the podcast about college baseball recruiting by players for players. I'm Joe Jimenez. I'm here with Jared. Um, guys, I want to give a shout out to our guy Coop at Chin Music Designs. Um, I know college baseball season's already started. High school baseball season, for the most part, is going to start soon. Um, big league camp started, and I think we're reporting in about a month and a half. And guys, I've already picked up so many different bat decals. I'm so pumped about them. Fully customizable. Go check it out. Uh, link in the in the was it episode description? Yeah, that's what it's called. Link in the episode description. Uh, find your discount code. You got it, Jared. Who we got today? And guys, today we have one of my old friends from back home, Bly Madris, um, from Henderson, Nevada. Went to Foothill High School. One of our rivals. Uh, Dude crushed it in high school, crushed it in college. Um, he went to Colorado Mesa, um, where he was there for three years and then got picked up by the Pirates in the ninth round um, and has just been killing it ever since. Dude rakes. But, guys, this this interview is packed, packed with awesome information from Bly, whether it's a decommit, whether it's a late commit, whether – it's a, it's a mindset going into um, your recruiting process in high school. It's got a little bit of everything for a little bit of everyone. So uh, listen listen to the whole interview. It's, it's filled with stuff from beginning to end. Um, but thank you guys again so much for, for checking us out week in and week out. Uh, check out our socials on, on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, Joe's just punching out blogs on on our website so go check those out those are also filled with great info and leave us a review guys we'd love to hear what you guys like and what you don't like so let's go why what is up man nice to catch up with you how you been good man how are you guys doing doing well um as Joe always loves to say we're gonna start in the best place that we can with recruiting we're gonna start in high school um days. but uh when when did you kind of first make the decision like you know what I'm gonna fully try to get to the best school I possibly can to play college ball probably around so I'll start with like a talk with my high school coach Matt Eglitz he's kind of like hey you have like the skill set ability mindset to like go play at the next level. Is that something you'd be interested in? I was like, yeah, of course. Like, that sounds amazing. Like opportunity to help out my family, help myself out and just do like continue playing the game I love. And it's like more like my sophomore year where he had that conversation with me. And it was kind of like, that's when I needed to like start dedicating myself to the game and more of like my personal time, putting that into baseball a little bit more instead of like playing other sports. And stuff like that because I mean high school playing tennis basketball football like whatever I could at the time but yeah end of sophomore year was like the time I really decided that I wanted to lock into baseball and do something with it. Bly was there um we talked to a lot of guys and they're like you know I, I really didn't know how I stacked up uh, when I first started the, the recruiting process and which is fair because you're younger right um yeah at that point where you made the decision, were you just kind of like, I know I can play college ball or was it kind of that, you know, let's, let's go 
play with some of the best competition and see how I do. Kind of like just wanting to see how you stacked up against those guys. I mean, definitely just the group we had in Vegas at the time between 2010, 2014. We had a lot of quality baseball guys Mm -hmm. uh, like in the Henderson area, in the Las Vegas Valley, period. Like at that time we were like Vegas was spitting out talent left and right. Like, and you think about some of the big names that were coming out of Vegas at the time. You had Harper coming out. You had Bryant coming out. You had Joey Gallo out of, like, Gorman. Then you had Gorman, which brought a lot of scouts in. Oh, yeah. Like, every single – yeah. And, like, Jared knows. Then, I mean, the talent that we had at Foothill, Green Valley, Coronado in those past few years, like, it was hard to measure yourself, like, in the standard, like – of baseball at that time it's like it, there was definitely some like confidence issues or like some insecurities where mm-hmm. like you were looking at guys like I, my freshman year personally like jared knows i'm like i was looking at evan ben huger looking like this dude cool. huh? <laughs> like then you had you had huddy up there throwing 92 in high school and we're like i'm like i'm sitting there i'm like five eight bucks <laughs> at the time and I'm like, I like, what am I doing on varsity right now? My sophomore year, like, what are, what do we got? Like, we're going against like DJ Myers and like Blanchard at Coronado. Like, all these guys are, you hear the schools that they're committed to. They're committed to like USD, Pepperdine. Um, like Cody Howard was going to like UNLV. Like Evan, like he was skipping out on four year to go to like CSN just because he knew he was going to get drafted. Mm-hmm. We were like. This is insane. Like, yeah, there's definitely like some insecurities and like, like realizing that, yeah, I'm going to have to work for this. But it also helped that we were playing alongside all those guys to help us get looks, to help coaches and scouts coming in, looking at us. And mm-hmm. you realize like, I got to step my game up. I got to get in the gym. I got to start like get a hitting coach like different stuff like that and like it didn't click right until like my sophomore year i was just like i'm kind of behind like behind the eight ball right now like i need to like step my game up so it wasn't until then like like you said like yeah it was definitely like it wasn't always i'm able to go play at the next level it's just like okay these guys are competing these these are what these guys look like and they're going to top tier schools yeah i want to be that so, yeah. but I was just going to say it, you know, being, I mean, for both of you, like being in that environment of, Hey, like there's dudes literally all around, you know, there's a part of you that's like, all right, like, that's kind of scary. You know, like I'm facing this guy and he's going to Pepperdine or USC or wherever yeah. it may be, but it's also like, that's what, you know, D1 looks like, like that's yeah. what Pepperdine looks like. That's what UCLA looks like. Yeah. I can that's- do that. I Dude, exactly. that's, that's exactly kinda, what I was going to say. Exactly. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of that motivating factor where, oh, they're not any, like, they're good, but they're not anything I can't be. And exactly. I think, like, when, when I, you know, uh, I was reading this book called The Talent Code. I don't know if you guys have heard it, but they talked about this, where it's like, how how do you see, like, so many guys from the DR or, like, so many, like, um, uh, L pga tour um women's golfers uh, Mm um from south korea like all this stuff and it's because you know like they have a set goal but it's also like hey i can get to 
the same skill level that she is because I know exactly how to get there because I'm doing the same exact thing that she's doing exactly. right? or whatever it may be. Um, and I, know, I just think it's a fascinating point because Jared and I literally went into this conversation. We're like, man, there's some dudes out in Vegas, right? Oh. And it's just such a fascinating conversation because, you know, you're, the environment's a, a big aspect of, you know, recruiting but and, and development on all this stuff. But, you know, some guys might look at it as like, hey, I can never be as good as these guys. And some guys, you know, like you are just like, I can be just as good as these guys. And yeah. they're showing me exactly how to do it. Yeah, going off to that point, it's just like my mindset going into that, like playing for that uh, – Jared knows, like playing for that Cardinal scout team, surrounded like best dudes in Vegas like, at the time. Like I wanted to find the biggest, baddest dude and work out with him, hit with him, train with him, and beat him. Mm-hmm. Like, And I kind of like took that mindset like from my sophomore year on, like into college – like when I showed up as a freshman at CMU, like found the biggest, baddest dude on the team. And I, I annoyed him. I like, like I made him mad. Like I was like, cause I was like, I'm going to beat you at this. I'm going to get you in that. And like a playful, like, like, I don't know, like team, team aspect of it. What's the word I'm looking for? Like just competing. Yeah, yeah, competing, but all, it's like that healthy competition of we're both yeah. making each other better. Competition, like yeah. just knowing what you're up against, like mm-hmm. just wanting to be the best, but doing it in a way that's not going to hurt your teammates, doing mm-hmm. a way that's fun, competitive, and just overall that like other people can buy into, like being a leader in that aspect, like without even like trying to be a leader, you know, mm-hmm. just like no one likes those guys. Like <laughs> it's just like. You're like you're either a leader, or you like try to be a leader, which I can respect too. Like I can see where you're coming from, but sometimes it just doesn't resonate with anyone. I resonate with the dude that just like drops his head, works in the shadows. Like at five o'clock, he's in there doing his own thing, not really like goes in, helps his teammates out, does what he has to do, but he shines at seven o'clock. Yeah, and like you just want to follow that guy. That's the guy I want to follow. So, I mean, just try to find that guy. Mm-hmm. Like, whether it was in high school, like, that's what I tried to do, was just find the biggest, baddest dude out there and compete with him. Dude, I love so. that you brought up uh, the Cardinals. Uh, we talked with Caden early on in this pod with about the Cardinals, and we've talked to some other guys that have been on, I think it was the, the Yankee scout team, just a couple of different scout teams. But mm-hmm. um, at least I know for myself – as an outsider looking in the Vegas area, it was the dudes of the dudes were on the scout team. Right. Um, But so how was it? Because we talked about guys are getting looks, whether I know, I know Blanche played on that team. Um, I know dudes that were going to some pretty high level D ones were on that team. And whether you're getting looks from those schools or not, how was it knowing that like, okay, I can now see myself on an everyday level stacked up with these guys and these are where they're going. Yeah. So how did that kind of shape recruitment for you as well? Um, shaped it in a way of like easing, like my expectations and easing what I needed to turn myself into to get to those schools. And it made it more reachable, like made the goals seem not so far away. And not so 
like far out there, you know? So made it attainable. Then just, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. Just, it made it, it made the game slow down. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Like it made it, made it easier for you to relax and go out there and play knowing that you didn't have to try so hard. Yeah. And that you just needed, didn't need to go up there and like freaking like tense up. And I think like, if I don't get a hit here, I'm not going to go to this score or anything like that. It's just like, then you go out there and you see some of those guys fail and mm-hmm. like, all right, this guy's going to this big school or this school or that school. And he's out there going oh for three with like two Ks or whatever it may be. Then you sneak in there and you're like one for two with the walk, like come out feeling good, feeling confident. And you're like, you're like, I'm not going to those schools, but like I faced the same guy he did and he failed. I don't know. Is that like kind of the direction you want to go with that? Like, I don't know. It's just like peace of mind, really. I mean, I, I think that's the perfect answer, especially yeah. because guys there's just so much stress around the process. Um, it, Especially per- per- performing when you have eyes on you. Oh, yeah. yeah. The hardest thing in the world. Yeah, and it's just being able to trust your – I mean, Caden talked about it of just like, you know, you, you, you're you going to play in front of scouts or whatever if you're playing at a high level, but, you know, just mm-hmm. kind of – it's still baseball. It's still trusting what you, you've been doing your whole life. Um, mm-hmm. No, but I, I love that perspective. Um, Bly, I want to get into kind of how you ended up at at Colorado Mesa. Um, oh, and kind of the first thing is, where did you kind of expect to end up? I, I, I like, I guess, because um, I mean, I personally expected to end up at a school in the Pac-12 that I won't name, just because this is a recruiting video. <laughs> <laughs> but um, a different coaching staff back then. But originally supposed to be going to. The, Pac-12 school, like with scholarship, all mm-hmm. that stuff. And then that kind of like fell out getting closer into November, getting into national signing day. Then at that time, we're still playing in the fall classic down mm-hmm. in Arizona and stuff, still playing in front of scouts. And here I am verbally committed to this school. Then not knowing they weren't fully bought in on me, but they offered me. So they took, they were asked, hey, can we take part of your money and give it to a JUCO outfielder? And I was like, wait a second. I'm an outfielder. You want to bring in a junior? He's like, yeah, just so, like, we don't think you're going to be ready as a freshman. I probably think about redshirting you. And I took that as, like, the biggest disrespect that you can, like, say to a player. I don't know. Like, personally, I think if you bring in a guy, you're not seeing what he can be in a couple of years, like I wanted to be a guy to come impact the program right away. That was the mindset I had coming out of my senior year or actually going into my senior year, I should say, mm-hmm. um, like playing my senior season, like knowing that I was prepping for something bigger. So I decommitted from that school. I said, I'm not going. And they didn't release um, to different schools, they didn't release to the Pac-12 that I decommitted. So, got out of there. Then uh, I saw Skip, my head coach at Mesa, saw me play in the Fall Classic that weekend. Me and my buddy Nick Carnelli, that Jared knows, um, they both like ended up having a great game. Went like two for three with a walk. 
something like that. Pulls me and my best friend, Nick, went to the same high school, everything. And pulled us out, gave us the paperwork. Hey, would love to have you on a visit. Love for you to come out to Mesa. I was like, yeah, absolutely. Sounds like a great time. Like Google Grand Junction. I was like, oh, man, place looks pretty rough on the outside. <laughs> and I was like, ah, whatever. Like, I'm going to go. It's Division Two. But then I looked up the record, man. I'm like, these guys are going 15 10. I don't know about you guys, but I love winning. Winning's pretty cool. So does Chapman. Chapman mm-hmm. likes to win. Like, you guys are top five in the nation every year. You guys, your guys' school, I could put up against hundreds of D1s, and you guys compete every weekend. And that's the same feel I got from Mesa. So, like, getting in Mesa, like, it was just kind of like, hell yeah, I'm going to go on a visit here. Like, fresh, new eyes, no pressure. I hated the recruiting process, personally. It's stressful. It's hard. And it weeds out a lot of people. Like, it will, like, stop the weak-minded from wanting to go to college mm-hmm. and wanting to not play college baseball. It's It takes a lot of time writing letters, mm-hmm. sending them out, talking to coaches, updating coaches, and – Honestly, technology is making it a lot easier now. So with rap soto stuff with numbers. But anyways, back to what I was saying. But yeah, so went into Mesa, fresh eyes, fresh heart. I was like, I'm looking off, like I'm flying in. This place is gorgeous. I'm like, this pictures didn't do it justice. Like it's fall time, leaves are changing, starting to get a little bit colder. Then I get there for homecoming weekend. Literally, everything you could ask for like from a college campus, mm-hmm. like college atmosphere, but a little bit smaller. Mm-hmm. And that's like more me. That's more of like who I am as a person. Like I liked it. It was a little bit smaller. It wasn't as big class sizes. I looked at all that standpoint and stuff like that. I didn't want to be in a 200 like person lecture mm-hmm. personally. Like, and when I saw the class sizes were like 30 to 40 people, you were able to engage with the professor a lot more and kind of did that for me and that kind of like clicked my head i was like man this is like at the time i was like oh it's division two like whatever but i hate that mindset now and i hate that i even ever had that mindset because if you're good enough they'll find you no matter where you're at and i didn't realize the hitting coach i was getting i didn't realize the outfield coaching i was getting while i was there some of the best in the world that i would recommend to a lot of pro guys I would recommend to a lot of high school athletes. So it's just kind of like the perfect fit for me when I wasn't expecting it. I think that's one of the best things happen is when you aren't expecting it. Dude, there's so much, there's so much there that I want to unpack. Um, (laughs) There was so much good stuff in that. Um, I want to start with, it's funny. Our last, I would say four or five episodes that we've, we've had players on. I've talked about the feeling that they get from, uh, the coaches that are recruiting them or the feeling that they don't get that you just went into. Um, and I think you just showed how important it was that like you thought a school and coaches were bought into you. And then, and then that was just swept under the rug so fast. Um, looking back on it, do you like thinking about it again, do you think that maybe the Pac-12 mindset kind of clouded that a little bit? A hundred percent. I think I sold myself short 
on the number and the list of schools that I was diving into. Um, I mean, being from the West Coast, like, like I kind of left out a lot of like California schools and stuff like that, that I should have sent letters to, should have sent video into. And like, I didn't broaden my horizons, you know, like I didn't look outside of a big, like a big uh, conference like that. So like, I definitely should have reached out more and like, I was so clouded at the time. I was like, Pac-12, that sounds awesome. Like, look at all the gear. Look at all this stuff. Like, all the stuff that really doesn't matter. Like, all the stuff that you're going to get at a bunch of different schools, no matter where you look. And I, But bottom line, I think it comes down to, like, relationships and, like, the coaches that you're talking to, the ones that you feel more comfortable around and not the school itself. I think, like I said earlier, it's like surrounding yourself with the people that you feel comfortable with that's going to maximize your potential because you have to be comfortable in a spot in order to grow personally. That's what I believe. Mm -hmm. I think if you're in a spot that you don't feel comfortable, you're not going to get like, Mm -hmm. you're not going to get better personally. Yeah. I don't think so. Like, and I think that's when you can kind of get on your own program and like, not buy into what the team's saying or what the coaches are saying. And I think that happens to guys when they don't feel comfortable. Hey guys, cutting in here real quick. Zach, hyped apparel. Have you ordered it yet? You need to. Um, we're, we love it. It is, it is such good quality stuff, guys. Seriously, go check them out. Uh, discount code in the in the show notes hypedapparel.com guys what gets you hyped let's get back to the interview well i love that it's it's funny because we had nick Gonzalez on the podcast and he kind of said the same thing where you know obviously he's a great player but being at new mexico state once he got his job like he got that starting job that's where he said he felt like he just like exploded in terms of like development where he's like, I don't have to worry about winning my starting spot. Like I can trust my process. I know exactly what I want to do. And it just kind of blossomed from there. And obviously he's, he's a hell of a player, but no, that just, that really reminded me of that because you hear so much about you can't grow um, if you're comfortable. And to the, to an extent, I, I agree, but you know, you, you get to a point where, you know, you, have to be able to fail in order to grow mm-hmm. uh, and that's yeah, kind of exactly what I think you're talking about um kind of going more into the decommitment thing of kind of a two-part question one was there any sign of that when you first verbally committed and two because it was super it was pretty late in the process when you decommitted mm-hmm. what was what were the emotions like, but also like, I mean, from how you told it, it was like, yeah, I didn't really panic. Like I was still playing, but if that happened to me, I think I'd freak out. Like, did you, did you have that emotion with you too? Uh, I was definitely like stressed to the max. Mm-hmm. Cause like I was lucky though, because I had taken my SAT ACT and got pretty good scores to where I could get in mm-hmm. majority of the schools on my list, mm-hmm. majority. So I was feeling good about that. Then I still had three weekends of fall baseball to like go, like go out and play. 
Mm-hmm. So that definitely helped, but it was still pretty, it was like three weeks. It was three weeks yeah. before I put yeah. on my NLI. And I'm like, Oh my God, you gotta be freaking kidding me. Like I was buying like hats for my signing and like shirts <laughs> and stuff like that. So like, I guess like it was stressful. And I was really emotional because like I was going to be close to my family at mm-hmm. that school and I was going to like, like, be with like my brother and sister that I haven't been with in a long time. So I was going to live up there with them, like looking forward to it. Like had it all planned out in my head mm-hmm. and it kind of sucked. Like when those dreams came crashing down, but then I don't know. My parents were really cool about it. Really supportive about it too. Like they were like, they just took the mindset. Okay. It wasn't meant to be like, and I think that emotional help like helped my mindset out a lot. Mm-hmm. And they gave me the confidence to just keep pushing, go out and play. And kind of like shove it, tell them to shove it and just keep pushing forward, you know. So that definitely helped. I think the people around me when I told them what happened, like helped out, they helped out a lot. Um, like, I don't know. Do you remember like Jordan Dribblebiss and all those guys mm-hmm. uh, from like Faith? And like I was like playing with all those guys and they were like, dude, don't worry, you'll wind up somewhere great. And I think it was just like, I don't know just was my story and the way things were supposed to go and peace of mind right now. Like I have peace of mind with it all right now. And that's like, I don't know. It's kind of saying that from the spot I'm in, I'm still playing, you know? So, but there could be definitely be a lot of what ifs from like the round I was picked in or like the level I was playing at stuff like that. Like what happened if I would have went to a D one and did what I did in college like, where would I be at right now? How would I be sitting? But, I mean, you could ask all your all those questions, but, I mean, looking back now, like, I wouldn't change a thing. So, it was just, like, uh, decommitment just, like, didn't hurt. Had a huge, like, um, I knew I could go to CSN if I wanted to. So, that was nice. That, that was on the table. And so, like, I was like, okay, if I don't sign anywhere else, I go to school five minutes from my house. I play for an unreal program, CSN, mm-hmm. that they spread guys all over the nation, mm-hmm. like to different D1s, uh, D2s, no matter where they were at. So, I don't know. I think, like, being in the setting I was in, like, really helped the emotional standpoint on that. So. Well, in two, I – correct me if I'm wrong, but we – we all kind of let our, our game speak for itself. Right. So I think it helped that. I mean, just looking back at some numbers, um, I didn't realize how great of a high school career you had, but you'd never hit under 400 um, <laughs> in any yeah. years um, <laughs> playing, playing with the Cardinal scout team. I mean, I think a lot of that probably also created like a cushion of like, I know, I know I can play at the next level. I know I can play at the level where these guys have been playing. Um, yeah. So I think that definitely created um, a little bit of a cushion um, for yourself as well. But I do want to also talk about, um, I'm curious because you talked about when you were looking at Mesa, right? You looked at location, mm. you looked at class size, you looked at a bunch of non-baseball things, um, yeah. which we've, we've talked about on the pod of having your quote unquote list of things that you want in a school. Did you have that when you, uh, had originally looked and committed at the, the PAC 12 school versus when you, uh, 
looked at Mesa. And, and if you didn't, what did you look at those those things now because it was I need to make the right choice the second time? Yeah, definitely. So like second time around, I was like, I'm gonna find somewhere. I want to make sure it's a place that's right for me. Like like the comfort. Like I wanted to feel comfortable. Like uh, first school um, in the Pac-12. Like I felt really comfortable because I was gonna have my family there. Like I wasn't really moving away from home, you know? So like anywhere I would have been like with my family there, I feel like I can do everything. So that's how I feel. Then didn't really care about the class sizes. They had the major I wanted. So I was like, I'm in, like I can make it work. And like pretty, like I was a marketing major. So like pretty big thing, like pretty much to every school you can go to if they have a business business side of think management degree whatever it may be like you can go into that but like i just knew they had my major and i was like okay i can make it work just because like emotionally i was bought in for my family being there going into mesa though i realized like okay population is a little bit smaller like check out the class sizes check out the campus i was really surprised like how big the like how small the campus was at mesa but how many kids we had, like how many students we had. And I was still like in shock. I was like, yeah, 12, like by the time when I got there, we had like 10,000 on campus. By the time I left, like my junior year, we had like 14. It was growing every year. Right. So, but like everything on campus was a five minute walk. I was like, I'm in. Like that sounds amazing. Like I don't have to drive to different buildings every day like or ride a bike whatever it may be then i loved how everything was based around the college at mesa so like i was like there's nothing else in this town like there's the juco world series that's held in grand junction then mesa baseball i was like can't like get anywhere else so and I guess that had a huge role to play. It was like a family atmosphere, like I said. So, like, even though my family wasn't going to be there, like, on my visit there, like, I was sitting in the stands with Skip's family. Like, his dad and I were watching football, like, watching the homecoming football game together with, like, his mom, his dad, his wife, his kids. And they were like, hey, you come here, cook you dinner anytime. And they held, they held the word to that. Like, made us dinner all the time. Like, I was like, I feel comfortable here. I feel at home here. And that kind of sold it for me. Then, like, the class sizes and everything I looked into after that, I was like, I'm not going to find anything better right now. Unreal program. Unreal academics. I could take it anywhere I wanted to. I was like, and another big thing was, like, tuition cost. I got the Western undergraduate, like, undergraduate exchange. So it basically gave me in-state tuition. And I was like, green flag, green flag, green flag, no red flags. I'm like, okay, this is great for me. Great opportunity for me. Great opportunity to save some money. Like when I do grow up and I got to start paying all this stuff. <laughs> then, so like right now, <laughs> just like, um, then yeah, I was just like, okay, I got a real opportunity to just either get out of here in four years with a degree, win a lot of games, wasn't thinking about pro ball back then. Wasn't even thinking about it. And I was like, these are all three things I need to succeed like here now 
have a great college career and succeed like later on in life to where I didn't need to worry about much. So I was like, let's do it. So went back in, committed that day on the last, they had me do a workout, like a, it's like a mass workout, mm-hmm. but it was like kind of separate. They had me throw, run, hit, and then Skip was just like, okay, I don't need to see anymore. Brought me in the clubhouse, sat me and my parents down. Here's what we're offering. Here's what we're doing. I looked at the paper. I was like, giving that to me. That's my they're like, yeah, let's do it. And I took the papers out. I was like, hey, I want to think about it a little bit. I really appreciate the hospitality, all that. Come back in like 10 minutes later. I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> I'm down to come here. Uh, if you want me to commit, I'll commit right now. And he was just like, sounds good. Best three years of my life. So, And I got to go to school with my best friend, Nick Cardinelli, who Jared knows. So it was just like – huge plus that's that's awesome it's really cool to hear um guys with really successful recruiting stories obviously especially finding a place where you love and then getting to continue that dream playing pro ball like it's it's it really is heartwarming because i mean last week we talked um with someone who didn't have that same experience um and you know Mm -hmm. it, it helped shape his life and there's a lot of good lessons learned and he still loves baseball and all, but it's kind of like the, you we're starting to see both sides to it. Um, yeah. It's really cool. But um, good that you guys get to spread that to your viewers and spread yeah. that to everyone who's listening to this. It's just like, it's find the right fit for you, man. Like if you feel you got to, you can hear everyone else's stories, but like you got that, you got that sixth sense. You got that gut feeling on like what's right and what's not right. And I hate seeing kids like doing it for the clout, doing it for mm-hmm. the gear. And I hate that I ever had that mindset, man. I hate like looking back at myself and how immature it was. And I just don't wish that for any of these kids out here, man. Cause I mean, kids these days have like, they have unreal like ways to like step up their game with like rap sodas, hit tracks, mm-hmm. um, t- different strength programs now. Like, dude, it was like our strength program in high school was us hitting up Gold's Gym off of Stephanie and just <laughs> huge. Jared knows what I'm talking about. I think every baseball player in Henderson went to that gym. <laughs> 100%. Um, but, dude, Bly, this was awesome, man. Um, thanks. Thanks for doing this with us. Um, thanks for sharing everything. It was uh, it was nice catching up with you. And yeah. uh, no, I, I know I rambled a little bit, but. No, you're good, man. We appreciate it.